Hi and thank you for joining us for episode 8 of the Sheer Business Inspiration podcast and vlog. I'm Jo Faraday and in this episode I'm going to be chatting with Brad Smith. He's the founder and CEO of Stella Insight Inc and it's a business growth consulting and coaching company. Brad in his time has been a chemist, a production plant and equipment designer, a business manager a business consultant and an executive coach for CEOs and business owners, amongst other things. In his words, everything is a theory until you experience it and can consciously repeat the experiment. I'm sure that you will have lots of questions for him and I am really looking forward to having a chat with him about business and how we all can move forward in these uncertain times. Thanks for listening. Welcome to episode eight of the Sheer Business Inspiration podcast and blog. Today I'm really, really excited to share with you Brad Smith, who is the CEO and founder of Stella Insight Inc. Welcome, Brad. Really, really pleased to have you on today. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you. So for those of you that may not be aware, um, I mean, we would really like to know a little bit more about you, Brad. So if you could share with us a little bit of, about your journey to date. How, how I went from infant to where I'm at. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> well, so I grew up in a house that was all about uh, invention. My, my dad essentially invented, now I don't think anybody else will look at it this way, but essentially in, invented the liquid diet drink industry. Wow, okay. So, you know, we went to Evansville, Indiana. He got his PhD in biochemistry and a, and, and, uh, a bachelor's in chemical engineering. And he essentially raised me to be a chemical engineer. I mean, wow. literally, some of my earliest memories are, you know, working in the lab with him and, and squatting down next to his processes and learning about that. And... Um, if you want your children to be, it's just a side note, if you want your children to be effective and successful, teach them about what you do and take them through your experiences. So that's what I went through. That's we really, from, really, yeah, that's really good you know, advice. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Well, I have two brothers, two brothers, two brothers and two sisters, but both my brothers and myself, I watched what they do for a living and what they like to do. And I watched where my dad was in his career and what he was doing. And I picked the part that he was doing between the, when I was between the ages of, let's say, 11 and 15. And both my brothers did. So just like what he was doing four years later for my middle brother and what he was doing nine years later for my youngest brother, it's like, that's what they do for a living right now. Okay. Amazing. That's what really I went good. through. What I went through with my dad was I watched him start. We moved uh, to Corvallis, Oregon, and I watched him start the um, start thirty-four companies. Thirty-four. Wow. Right, and he yeah. had this standard process of ten percent of them were effective, and so thirty of them failed, 
four of them were successful. Three of them are still running, you know, 50 years later. Uh, so, no, but that was that was the process. So, what a great what a great learning for you, though, as well. Oh, to, I, witness I that. Have 30, yeah. I have 30 ways stuck to in the back of my head, you know, like red flags. It's like, if you do that, your company will fail, right? So 30 ways to kill a company stuck away in this brain. Okay. But... <laughs> So that's, that's a piece of my background. I went, I got my bachelor's in um, business management, but I started out and got within two terms of a degree in biochemistry, chemical engineering for a couple of years, and then two or three years in, in biochemistry. And almost got, almost got the degree, stopped, went back, finished in business management, because what I wanted to do was to manage uh, research and development teams. Right. And so yeah. what I did was for a decade, I did analytical chemistry. So I walk into an empty room and build a lab for, for people, right? Find out what they wanted, what are the results they wanted, and then build a lab that would do that. They did it twice. Right. Yeah. And so there's a lot of a lot of technical stuff in this head. Then I finished my MBA in marketing and finance. And what I realized when I finished that was I had all the skills necessary to take you know, had I been at the elbow of my dad as an adult instead of a child, I would have been able to say, <clears throat> look, 20 of these suck. Yeah. Nine of these, 10 of these are, you know, 14 of these are good ideas, actually nine. And if you do these nine and do it this way and yeah. stop, you know, so I had the technical skills to help him. So my second wife brought me, ex-wife, brought me an article, um, what was it, April of 1996, about a woman that had gone through Coach University. And she said to me, at the time I was doing formulation um, design consultation. And she said, she brought me the article and said, Brad, this is the quote, Brad, you need to call these people. You're already doing this. You might as well get paid for what you're doing. And so, you know, I dragged my feet a couple months and then started my business. And what I found was it was, I went through their classes and it was automatic for me. Yeah. So my evolution to what I am right now is into my business to start it because I really love to see people be successful. And if successful means you know, they're growing at 20% a year and I can get to double that, cool. If yeah. I can get them to 100% a year, that gets me excited. I was going to say, it's even better, is it? I mean, you've been at the helm, haven't you? So Stellar Insight for over two decades now. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a really, that's a that's great news to hear, isn't it? In, in this day and age, not not every business is is has that longevity. So um, obviously you're, you're helping a lot of companies there. What's been the biggest learning curve for you today in relation to that? It, learning curve? Um, <laughs> the first thing that I had to learn was to listen. Yeah. Right? And I had a, a friend of mine tell me uh, just a little bit before this, uh, Brad, when you listen, you listen with your whole body. So listening and understanding where my clients were, what their frustrations were, what they didn't think were frustrations, but taking the all the companies I'd walked through and talked to, it's like, you've got an issue here, you don't know it. You've got an issue over here. So I listened for the gaps in their businesses. 
And that was the first learning curve. The second learning curve is to recognize that my, my clients are my teachers. Every one of them, you know, you, you lay out this process, the whole company's in front of you. It doesn't matter how big it is or how small it is. There's always things in it that aren't working. Why is it that entrepreneurial businesses are so much more nimble than the big, big ones, right? And if it takes work to rebuild the informal processes inside a company to match the formal processes so that you've got behind that enthusiasm and excitement, right? Yeah. So learning, learning. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you've, you've worked with many businesses, large and small. And um, what would you say are the, the most common traits um, for the successful businesses you've worked with so far? The ones that are successful are, are ambitious and curious. Okay. Those are the big ones. If you're curious, you're open. Yeah. You know you don't have all the, all the idea. If yeah. you're a strong manager, you're not a good leader. Yeah. The difference between leadership and management is management is directive and structured, and that's important, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, a plumbing system, which is actually how I think about businesses. Yeah, right. no, it's, you have to have the foundations right first, don't you? Know, you know, the plumbing, you know, this water goes here, this water goes here, this water does this, right? And you got to pump here and here and here, right? Yeah. That's how I think about a business. So management is structure and force direction. In, uh, leadership is about inspiring the energy that people don't know they have up out into the world. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. if you inspire people, there's more energy in the business. Right. You celebrate, you appreciate them. And there's more energy in the business. If there's more energy in the business, then I mean, look at kids on a playground. There's energy everywhere. Yeah. Right. Other than the fact that they've just got no more than more than what they know to do with. Right. But they're enthusiastic about everything. Yeah. If you could build your company with that same level of enthusiasm for the structured processes that have to be accomplished, look at what the world would be. It would be different completely. Oh, it would be truly. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? You, you do have to think with it, almost with a child's sort of naive brain in that, that we put stumbling blocks in the way, don't we, sometimes that don't belong there because that's been how, how we've been conditioned, how we've you know, heard that from people when we were younger. And, and so we thought that that's the way it always has to be, but it, it doesn't, does it? It doesn't have to be like that. So yeah, I, I'm with you, I, I agree. Um, so let's in, in address an important factor. So many businesses fail within 12, to, 12 months to a three year period. Um, you, you said yourself, you know some of the criteria of why businesses fail, but what would you say are the, the fundamental things that people should really look out for? Because I don't know how much of our audience are starting out as, as brand new or, are, you know, long-term business owners. But I do know that there has been a huge influx of people starting new businesses in, in the last sort of 20 months. So I think whatever, whatever guidance you could share, I think they'll be grateful. Well, there are two major areas, three actually. My dad used to say there's five, four parts to a business, uh, marketing and sales, production, finance, and I forget the other one. Give me a second. I'll get to it. 
um, research and development. Yeah. Right. So those yeah. were four things. I had the fifth one of people because, yeah. quite honestly, uh, half of the businesses that he started died because of the people involved. Okay. Okay. When you yeah. hire someone, yeah, I have a hiring list. And I'll put it up on my website so people can go get it. But it's um, what are the tests? Most people just go straight to the skills someone needs and they stop there, right? Like, what are the tasks? What are the results that need to be achieved? Yeah. Second list is what are the tasks that have to be done to achieve those results? The yeah. third one is what are the skills they need? So not, you know, they do like jump to number three. What are the skills they need, right? The fourth one, which is even bigger, is what character fits that particular role and your company the best? Yeah. Do you want somebody who's, you know, depressive? Do you want somebody who is uh, um, antagonistic? Look at their character and figure out the best questions. So like for a bookkeeper, What's the best? What's the best set of skills for characteristic traits for a bookkeeper? Um, detail oriented. So, what's the cat question that gets you to that? Right? Yeah. Do you lose socks in the laundry? <laughs> and, I love right? that. <laughs> right. But if you lose socks in the laundry, right? So I've been doing laundry for you know for years. I've lost five pair of socks in that entire 40-year period. Wow, okay. Uh, right? I'm yeah. detail-oriented, but am I a good bookkeeper? No, not really, but I can do it, right? And I'm good <laughs> yeah. at it. But, so there are character traits for each specific position and yeah. each company that fits well. Interview for that. So that's, that's a big one. Yeah. Okay? If you try to do everything for yourself, Right, you're an entrepreneur, right? You can't grow a company beyond you. No. That kills a company faster than anything. Yeah. Right? Or I I have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. Nobody does. Yeah. Right? The best thing I do with my clients is I form a collaborative process. Yeah. So that if there's rapport between that person and me, doesn't matter as male or female, right? Yeah. If there's rapport there, then we can invent together. Yeah. And my job is to listen for the gaps and the blocks in the company and point them out. I am tough. It's like, look, you got this going on. Who caused that? Well, they did, they did, they did. No, you started it. Yeah. And, and, but I think that's the thing is you've got to, it's got to be tough love, hasn't it? You've got to, you've got to have a, you know, you've got to break things down in order to build things back up again. Um, and, and I guess that's the nature well, of what you do. I, I want the best. I want the best for my clients. Yeah. I want them. I want businesses to grow. Yeah. If there's a way to double the size of your company in the next 12 months, yeah. let's go after it. Yeah. Let's, you know, so hold that as a question. What, what keeps me from doubling the size of my company on an annual basis every year, every year, every year, right? Yeah. Start yeah. here then look out yeah that's no, great great advice there and um, what as a business owner yourself how has the last 20 months of the pandemic affected your business 20 months yeah well 
It's about 20 months, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah a year and a half, two yeah. years, something like that, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so almost none. Okay. Almost not at all. But I've, I, so I did my capstone project for my MBA in 1991. And I did it on how to set up an office. And there was no internet then, right? How to set up an office in a, in a city clear across the country with the long distance capabilities we had then. Yeah. Right? How to hire the people, how to, how to put the structures together, how to you know, rent an office, how to do all of that long distance. So long distance has always been in my mind. Yeah. And so we've needed that. It's like, how do you build relationships so that it's, you trust the person and they're reliable Right, those are two big things, right? Yeah. Trust, reliability, and you've got to go through that process step by step by step. It takes time, it takes repetition, it takes deep, honest communication. Absolutely, yeah, um, and I think whether it's in the virtual sense or face to face, it still has you know a, a strong effect, doesn't it? So um, I think whether the person is face to face or or virtual, they're still going to hold that accountability, and you know do what's needed in order to make their business survive. So I think it's great, you know, that, that you're there to support them. And I'm going to get a bit personal now, Brad. Please. <laughs> what and who inspires you as a person? What inspires me? I have a lot of things that inspire you. Learning, learning inspires me a lot, okay? Yeah. But the interaction with us well, like this, the interaction between the two of us, that that inspires me a lot but i am also an extrovert so i require the way i see it is i was raised in a litter and i require humans yeah that's true <laughs> right, um, <laughs> so i mean there's like i said there's going to be a lot of businesses that have started out this year or towards the end of last year um complete leap of faith maybe they've been made redundant and they've made a life decision they're going to go it alone and, and give it a, give it a shot um, and and all kudos to them for doing that but what message of hope would you give to them you know what what nuggets of I don't know yeah yeah what nuggets okay yeah. you started out you're the only one in the company right yeah and you have this vast number of things you do so what I want you to be aware of, and this is how I help my clients grow their company, it doesn't matter what size it is, yeah. what are the things you're doing you have no business doing? And what can you afford to have somebody else do? Yeah. How can you train them, right? Then you got the whole pride. So hiring list first, right? Yeah. Right, how to get them up to speed, train them into it, delegate. Yeah. Learn how to understand what you're doing the value of it, use what you're best at. If you're good at sales, go for it. Mm -hmm. If you're good at strategic vision, do that. Find someone else who's good at operations. Most companies are split between the outside looking person and the inside looking person. Yeah. Between COO and CEO, between chairman and president, you know, doesn't matter how that's split. Normally, one's out, one's in. If you're doing both of those things, work really hard to get cash flow and then split it. Yeah, that's great advice. And I, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm, we're almost six years in um, with, with running Sheer Edge, but I would say 
at the beginning that that was very much you know for me I was very much running it all running the show all myself but now I absolutely see the beauty of having people on board and like you say everybody's got their own little niche and and um abilities and strengths and you play to people's strengths and I think that's definitely something that we've that we've benefited from um, because I think we're not all the same and that's great because actually we don't yeah, want all of the same people yeah definitely it wouldn't, the, the bus wouldn't wouldn't move <laughs> if it were um, to do the same so yeah um, I, I agree I, 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 I say we invented human the human race so that we could have each other to learn from. Yeah, so true, definitely. So, so tell us a bit about what's next for you. I mean, obviously, you've got your fantastic organisation that um, that is a long a long term thing, and you're supporting your clients. Um, any anything else that you'd like to share with us with with the audience? I, I am ambitious for the world. I understand the mechanisms of the design of being human deep enough that um, if I had my wish, and this will happen, it's not if, right? I want to coach governors so that I can take, because there's only one of Brad, right? Yeah. And I can train other people to do this sort of thing and have these insights, which I want to do. I want to train people into, there's two, two areas. I'm going to work with governors, but I also want to um, start a training program for visionary leaders. In order to be a visionary leader, you have to first have conscious character. Who are you? Who do you choose to be? How do you build the habits? So that's part of the training. The second part is the deeper energetic work, meditation plus a bunch of other stuff to teach people how to be deeper in their intuition. Think about the most brilliant leaders we've ever had in the world, right? Both in business and in government. Those things are take deep intuition. There's an interaction between the conscious analytical mind and the emotions and the intuitive mind and the eternal part of us, if you would. Um, and the intuitive mind was actually designed to manage the other two. The analytical mind thinks it's the only thing that exists, not accurate, yeah. right? And so it's a tool Emotions are tools, so is the intuitive mind, a tool. But there are ways to embellish those, grow those, deepen those. When you have those fully active, you're a visionary leader and you can't help it. Yeah, I, 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 I absolutely agree. Um, I've been, um, you know, and like you say, you're, you're always learning. I love learning. I love reading books and listening to podcasts and hearing people's experiences and their journeys today. And I think, I think when you stop learning, you do. I mean, that quote: when you stop learning, you stop live, you stop living, don't you? Like you, you're constantly learning new things all the time. And I think it's really important to do that. So I wish you every success with your training program. Like, it sounds very exciting. Well, there's, there's deeper levels. Think of it this way. If you emotionally are reactive in a negative way, you haven't achieved anything emotionally above the age of six. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Right? So if you're using blame, if you're using criticism, if you get angry, it's because underneath everything, you don't think you're capable and you don't think you're valuable. Yeah. And you haven't taken responsibility for who you are. How can you grow a company if you're not 
fully responsible for who you are. Yeah. So and then true. require, then require the other almost adults in your in your business to grow up too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally with you. I totally agree. I think, you know, they're the fundamental things, aren't they, for what's a successful yeah. leader versus, you know, a blaming culture or, you know, and I've, I've worked in companies where, where it's been that and that, that's, you know, that, that's not a fun place to be, is it? So, no. um, so it's important, you know, to take on board that, definitely. Well, I've really enjoyed having a chat with you, Brad. The, I feel like I could chat to you for so much longer. Um, but yeah, it's been great having you on and um, yeah, we will share links to your website and um, any information that you want to share with the audience too. So thanks ever so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate no it. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Brad, for taking the time to chat with me today. I'm sure our audience will have found lots of value from our discussion. So thanks again. If you're enjoying our podcast and vlog, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel where you'll see all of the historic episodes. We've had literally a whole two seasons almost now, so I'm sure you're enjoying um, all of the different episodes. Don't forget to follow us on social media as well. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. So do join us over there as well. And thanks for listening.